Warning, the Bonsai Beat contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners or fans of Neo Genesis Evigallion. The following podcast is rated M for Mature. So those of you who are easily offended can go fuck yourselves. This is the Bonsai Beat Podcast. Each week bringing you anime news, current and classic show reviews, and entertaining discussion from a fan's perspective. Here is Jello Kuhn and Zaldar. Everybody, welcome to episode 142 of the Bonsai Beat. Yes, maybe the last one that I end up doing. No, don't say that, you jerker. Don't say that. Uh, well, you know, I'm starting law school, so I don't know. I demand we'll try you take to keep do some breaks but from doing law school. I'm probably not going to be uh, watching much. Wow. Okay, this Comic Cat 82 picture here. That's that's quite good. Hmm. Co-host gets off topic. Yeah. Well, I'm looking talking. at a panty Hey, shot. internet. Oh, jeez. I'm looking at a real life panty shot. So oh, good go. for you. Oh, for Christ's sake. Here, I'll sake. send it to you. That's all right. Uh, oh, everybody needs this. This woman's hot. Everybody needs a good candy shot. Okay. Ah, uh, Jesus Christ. So, you have been moving. Yes, I have been moving to Chapel Hill. So, how's that been? Which evidently UNC does have a uh, anime club. I found that out today. Mm, okay, join it, but don't get kicked out of it again. Don't what? Don't get kicked out of it. Oh, well, you know, I'll try. Jesus woman has no shame. God. You know, we're talking about stuff. Now I have to post the fucking show notes. God. You have to what? Well, you know, we're talking about stuff that we can't show the listeners. Well, like, you could put this link up, or I will, on comments. Um, well, whoopee, she's flashing her But, yeah, I haven't been watching anything. I watched a little bit of... Uh, the f- first uh, l- last exile since they found somebody in the law school that has not only likes anime but has the exact same taste as I do almost ah oh, shit here comes so. a competing podcast hmm I said, here comes a competing co- podcast oh uh, no 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 I may get him to well we might trade off and he can host this one weeks when I can't or something <laughs> I don't know but uh Great. But yeah, so he hadn't seen Last Exile, and we've been watching that. But he owns all of Ghost of the Shell, and owns Ava, and owns um, <clears throat> Technolize, and Sweet. listens to the podcast every once in a while. Well, so there you go. He'll he'll know who I'm talking about. There you go. Well, cool, man. It's kind of cool. Yeah, that is awesome. Because definitely, I, I don't know if the um. You know, have the the anime club here will be any good or not? You never know. Give it a yeah, shot. That's like I yeah. said. Give it a shot. Um, it'll be. Do I have time for it or not? To so. no, maybe that bad. Um, one of the cool I'm things we're doing supposed to be pretty hellish. Read read one L uh, by Scott Turo. So I don't wanna. I have enough <laughs> to do. Mm-hmm. By enough, I mean I have other stuff to do, like watch anime. 
Mm-hmm. And that's what I've been doing a lot of lately. I've watched Good, three full shows in the last week. Anything good? Uh, well, I'll bring you a review of Myself, Yourself. That was <laughs> one of them. It took me over a year and a half to watch that show, but I finally watched it. Myself, Yourself, yes. as opposed to Myself, Myself. Yeah, correct, know. yes. <laughs> or Yourself, Yourself, yes. I guess. I also watched the second season of Hajime no Ippo, New Challenger. That was pretty mm-hmm. awesome. And I finished 3 by 3 Eyes. Ah. I don't think I'll ever watch that. I don't think I'll ever review that show. Here, you want to hear my review? 3 by 3 Eyes. If you like tentacle porn and nudity and action, you will like 3 by 3 Eyes. You like this show. Because it was made in 1990. But if you don't like one of these three things. You, uh, yeah, I hated this show. It was so boring. Four episodes cannot go by quick enough. I was like, ah, oh, Jesus Christ. So, yeah, there's that. So, yeah, I have been busy. <clears throat> I have actually found stuff I'm going to watch next season. I got about six shows that I'm going to be watching. And one of them is based off a of work by the man, William Shakespeare. Oh, that's disturbing. Uh, I think it's gonna be awesome. What What are they? It just says that it's based, or it's taking items from the sh- from his work. Yeah, it doesn't say which plays they're doing or no, anything. No, nope. It just says um, mm. you know, using works okay. or plots or something from William Shakespeare. Interesting. Yes, I was like, sweet, excited. Wow. The last picture is somebody dressing. As a female, a guy dressing as a female character from um, Steins Gate. That's just disturbing. Hey, okay. by the way, that's coming out soon. Yes, it They've is. already got the uh, English dub uh, of Steins Gate, the trailer. Ah. Look good, or I don't <laughs> watch dubs, so. Uh, it looks good. I mean, I might actually sit down and watch it. Um, you I should. Steins Gate's awesome. Everyone, that's what everyone's saying. So, Einstein's Gate is great. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely uh, be checking that out because uh, yeah, everyone I write online says it's good. You said it's good, so yeah. I'm gonna give it a I shot. I mean, you know, but what was I think I tried to get you to watch Hannah Berenme, um as well. I just I can't but get it, into it. Okay, so the shows, well, you know, our our tastes are not always exactly no, the same. That's what I'm saying. So. The shows I'm watching next season is uh, Hayate, Hayate, the Combat Butler, I Can't Take Your Eyes Off You, which is, like, not supposed to be season three. I I don't know. But it's Hayate, the Combat Butler, and that show is awesome. Um, Watching one called Psychopaths. There isn't much known about the show. The preview for it is literally 30 seconds of a gun. Yeah, that's okay. literally all the preview is. But I don't it's, know if I'd watch a show based <laughs> off of that, but all right. Well, here's where I'm watching it. It's in the Noitama area. And where are you seeing what is coming out next season? Uh, internet. Where on the internet? I don't know. I gotta. I'll okay. give you a thing. You gotta hook it up. Gotta hook you up. Well, it just graphs everywhere. I wrote something up for another forum I visit. So um, okay. After I picked up what I wanted, so yeah. Basically, I said I want to watch this because. Um, it's in the Noitama block, and all the Noitama shows are always extremely strong. Hmm. Uh, so, I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt. 
also watching called one called Robotics Notes. Uh, it's in 2019. There's a divergence ratio of 1.04856, whatever that means. The near future, where uh, device popularity call, polarity called uh, Pokecom or Polkacom, augmented reality world close to existence. Uh, then there's like some crazy ass high school name I can't even pronounce. There's a robotic research club that is in danger of being uh, losing its club status. Kitaro. One of the only two members uh, with no interest in, in, the, in robotics at all, which, why is he a member? Uh, basically, uh, they, they figure out that the augmented reality annotation that becomes a huge ass like, report. It looks really cool. That's all I really got to say. People are saying it's kind of based around loosely in the Steinsgate world, but yeah, hmm. I don't know. Just like Casher and Sins or, what was it, yeah, one of those shows kind of was also based around Steins Gate. Yeah, one that came out before. Chaos Head or something. Yeah, yeah, and Chaos Head, which no one gave not two be very good, it, actually. No. Yeah. From what I have heard, which is weird. Yeah. Uh, so I just think it seems interesting. The preview video looks interesting. And it's not really based around, like, robots, per se, but it's based around, like, the augmented reality. Almost kind of like, uh, gave me thoughts of, um, kind of like Eden of the East, but not so much of, hey, you're hmm. a trillionaire and you got to make things better. But they had the same kind of augmented reality kind of deal. And, yeah, you know. yeah, this is true. Um, Tunari no Kayabutsokun. Uh, basically, it's all this girl named Shizuku, or Shizaku. She's a, part of, she's a type of person who always cares about her grades and only about her grades. But when she accidentally delivers a lesson notes to Yoshida Haru, he becomes convinced they are friends. Creepy. <laughs> mm. Haru turns out to have a very innocent personality, but who would have thought that Haru would actually confess to Shizuku? Oh my god. A cold-hearted girl, super troublemaker romance with a fresh new respe- perspective. Uh, from the I said from synopsis, I honestly thought of like Caracano or in English, his and her circumstances, where the main character was like a total bitch who cared nothing about her grades, but in the reality she was like super ass lazy. Uh. You know, she was always two faced. I got I thought of like Caracano instantly. Um, I don't know how she'll you know they got the weird personality. I'm just kind of curious to see like what's this new fresh perspective. You know what I mean? Like, this isn't something, this isn't something, like, per se new, you know? But, uh, it could be interesting. Uh, finally, uh, Zetsu no Tempest. The story revolves around, uh, Maharu Furwa, a teenager whose family was mysteriously murdered one year before, and, uh, before... Well, that's a road. And his and his friend his friend. What the fuck? These synopsis suck. Uh basically he's he's stranded on a desert island by some by some followers and agrees to help this like cult leader in exchange to help find out the culprit of the death of his family. So it's, weird. It's interesting. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, and it says many of the several of the dialogues and plot elements uh, will pay homage to the works of William Shakespeare. So pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I'm gonna be a little a little disturbed about that one. I don't know. We'll have to see. I don't know. Oh God! Someone replied back saying, "I'm looking forward to Two Love Rue." Oh God! What's wrong with you? Ugh, who is listening to us? <laughs> no, no, no. It's uh, we're not live. Okay. It's like what? Um, yeah. <laughs> Two Love Rue Darkness is the next. That uh, darkness is becoming that anime. That yeah, it's, uh, that's the fan service one. Nothing interesting. The whole show is fan service. What are you talking about? Oh, yes, I have been busy with anime stuff, and it's been fun. Um, cool, cool. I know you've been doing nothing, so... With anything, anime, no. Anything else you want to say before we move on? I don't think so. Alright, well then let's just get into the news. Let's go ahead and get right into the news. Okay. 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 This week in Anime News, brought to you by Anime News Network... All right, some news about things. And yes, stuff. some news about things and stuff. So, so yes, let us go. Why the hell did you put this in? You picked all the news, so I did. So the live action Rooney Kinchin bloopers lead to gum ads. Uh, evidently, the film stars flubbed their lines. Uh, how this got to the gum company, I don't know, because they are these are actual clips from the movie. Yeah, but they're they're partnering. Uh, uh, the audience members say "kanda," which is actually evidently the Japanese word for "chew." Uh, "Kama kamu" is also the word for "flub." So they say this word, and then it goes to a uh, gum commercial. I'm assuming it's just a. You know, the movie people gave the stuff for well, to the. Uh, gum company because it would be a one for the movie too. Uh, it's an advertisement for the movie as well, so that's kind of entertaining. Uh, you know, not most entertaining thing in the world. I was hoping it was going to be in English, but I should have known better. So you know what you need, Rob? What do I need for your collection? You need some Pokemon paper puppets. No, That's no. That's what you need. No, I do not. Yes, you do. But you can now download instructions and cutouts for Pokemon pa- paper puppets at no cost oh, at the man. Japanese Pokemon website. Evidently, they feature um, Mudkip, Krogonk, Bulbazar, Imbor, and Axu. I probably pronounced those terribly, but... I absolutely despise Pokemon, so I don't care. But, uh, you know, you can the, can download these and make pupper, paper puppets of Pokemon stuff now. It's just awesome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because everybody needs paper, man, pu- po- paper Pokemon puppets. Well, there you go. And I just can't say it because it's just too much alliteration for me. Paper Pokemon puppets. There you go. PPP. So in the silly news of the day, Sanro is suing the Oklahoma beauty pageant for copyright infringement. And this seems really stupid 
because if you're the Oklahoma beauty pageant, I don't see how you think you were going to get away with this. But Sario Incorporated, which is the owner of the character Hello Kitty, has filed a lawsuit in federal court for copyright infringement against the owners of an Oklahoma child beauty pageant. The lawsuit claims that Sherilyn Holden and Kurtzu Muzak, whose definitely diva company runs beauty pageants in Oklahoma, used the Hello Kitty image in the Tickle Me Pink pageant event last September. I wonder if this made it onto that that show on TLC where they do those crazy child beauty pageant stuff. I hope not. That would be awesome if it did. You know, you see, you see them think about the lawsuit on that show. The lawsuit paperwork included images taken from the pageant's Facebook page, which had said that it would award custom Hello Kitty trophies to each contestant. Sunrose lawsuit said the company sent cease and desist letters to the pageant organizers, but the trophies and tiaras with Hello Kitty images were still awarded. Sonro recently filed an unrelated lawsuit in California earlier this month against 50 unnamed defendants. The lawsuit in that case claims the defendants obtained possession of copies of Sanro's animated Flint the Time Detective and Hello Kitty properties and handled the properties as their own and marketed the programming, all while concealing their activities from Sanro Japan. Sanro's American's arm is filing the lawsuit on behalf and his request on, of Sanro Japan and is requesting a jury trial for damages equal to or exceeding U.S. $25,000. There you go. So I'm, I'm sorry. If you're an Oklahoma beauty pageant, you should know that this is copyrighted <laughs> and that this is not something you should do. And if you do it, don't put it on your Facebook page. Maybe they're just like, this hey, is what they, they won't pay. This is, the, this is the job of copyright lawyers Here to we troll go, Facebook. To troll news sites and look for pictures of people doing this shit. This is what they get paid like $200 an hour to do. <laughs> and then to write the letter and say, stop doing this, you idiot. <laughs> um, so this, that's, it just amazes me that they think they could get away with that, especially if they're going to put it on their Facebook page. <clears throat> they go. will find you. Now, before the internet... Yeah, you probably could have gotten away with this because you're some small beauty child beauty pageant. Nobody gives a crap. Nowadays, you will not be able to get away with this. But so there you go. In more crime news, this has become the crime beat. A Chinese student was arrested in Japan for selling one thousand three hundred fake One Piece figures. It had to Police be Chinese. Arrested, hmm? it had to be Chinese. Of course. Police arrested a 21-year-old Chinese technical school student in Chiba on suspicion of violating Japan's copyright law by possessing replica one-piece figures with the intent to sell. According to the police at Tokyo's Akabani Station, the suspects stocked the figures from China and then sold them in online auctions. The suspect already, allegedly already sold about 1,300 figures for 5 million yen, about $6,000 from February 2011 to July 2012. The suspect reportedly admitted, I knew that they were fakes, but I did it to make a living. What the fuck? <laughs> Don't. Uh. It's like the stuff on, U- on eBay. I always see bootleg DVDs. Well, he did, and, and uh, but they arrested him. He put it on online auctions. So they'll, they're cracking down on that shit, thankfully. Again. They will catch your ass. 
The suspect was specifically charged for possessing 85 figures of Namai, Zoro, and other One Piece characters in his home on July 18th with the intent to sell them online without the permission of the copyright holders. What? He's going to sell them? In, hmm? <laughs> Nothing. Continue on, sorry. Okay. In June, Chiba police arrested a 25-year-old unemployed male Chinese national for allegedly selling unauthorized figures from China for 1.8 million yen, $23,000. Earlier that month, a Japanese couple was arrested in Nara Prefecture for allegedly selling unauthorized one-piece figures for a total profit of about U.S. $10,000. Damn. In May, a 33-year-old Japanese man was also arrested in Chiba Prefecture for selling unauthorized figures of female One Piece characters for approximately 40,000 yen, about U.S. $506 total. The One Piece people are cracking down, boy. (laughs) No kidding. Shonen Jump is like, yeah, bitches. Yeah. Like, you ain't doing this shit. We will catch your ass. So. Is that it for news? There you go. Now, this is kind of somewhat depressing, but evidently there have only been 2.2 million PS Vitas sold worldwide. That's not depressing. Now, if that was how many that were sold in Japan or, like, you know, sold in America, that would be reasonable. But if there are only 2.2 that are sold worldwide, that's pretty pathetic. Okay, here's the thing. A, the economy sucks. B... There's not that many good games. People are like, oh, man, I need to get a Vita. Oh, my God. See, the thing costs as much as buying a PlayStation 3. Mm-hmm. I would rather buy a PlayStation 3 than a Vita. And, yeah, it's okay. not going to go. And D, people have Android and iPhones. Exactly. They have games. So the, they're not as good as what you can get on a Vita. But not always. A lot cheaper. But still, yeah. But there you go. A and A and D go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Shitty economy. Well, there you go. Buy a game for ninety nine cents or buy a game for sixty bucks. And Vitas are not. It's just not that good compared to like the three D Wii and no, the they're 3D what they're better than the Wii DS. For, no, they're better. It's just as good as PlayStation like two. Well, right, but I mean the uh, the other handhold stuff. Oh, well, either way, but but it um, ticks me off because what I have is a PSP. So yeah, so <laughs> that works just as good. Yeah, there are no no games for that anymore. Yeah. But oh well. All right, was well, that so, it? Yeah, so that is our news for the day. It's another week, and more DVDs are being released. What should you get? It's time for the Weekly DVD Picks. I am conflicted. Well, I am telling you to save your money till next week. And I'm saying, hmm. If we're doing for 21st, that is. Yeah, we are. Since we haven't done it in a while, if you want to find um, Trendy Blood, since that came out on the 21st. And Bunny Drop came out. Go pick that up. Yeah. It did? That's not on the list. If Bunny Drop came out, that's definitely my choice, too. August 7th. All right. And the second season of The World Only God Knows. Yeah. Yeah, I don't so, see Bunny Drop on his August 7th. Oh, it's from Niz America. Yeah, so you pay I'm a looking ton of money at the fandom post. Oh, but, gotcha. um, but, yeah, that would be... That, that would definitely be worth picking up. Yes, yes. So, uh, there you go. All right. <laughs> that was easy. That was so easy, exactly. 
supposed what to... the fuck? I can't say any dirty words. Really? So you can't say fuck? No. And you can't say shit? No. The bonsai beat. What the fuck of the week? Damn, dude, that kid is fucked up. All right. Lay it on us. So, I'm not sure how this is legal, oh, it but is. evidently uh, in Korea, there is a No Japs Allowed uh, cafe, a net cafe. Huh. So, Korea net cafe signage informing patrons that establishment, that the establishment enforces a strict No Japs Allowed policy unless the prospective customer shouts, Dokudo is Korean territory. Three times, and where where the hell is Dokudo? I need to figure that out. I, I should have figured that out idea. beforehand. Uh, Either way, it's currently is... attracting much attention online. The sign was introduced by a South Korean net cafe in response to the continued existence of Japan and its nefarious insistence that the sovereignty of the islands in questions should be determined by impartial UN adjudicators. Adjudicators, and was soon proving popular on major Korean forums. All of oh, the absence of Japanese wording did not escape comment. As with Japan and most of East Asia, Korea has no real laws against racial discrimination. Wow. And neither does Little, Japan. That's pretty fucked up. Let alone any official willingness to enforce them. And the sort of xenophobia Korea is known for makes even the likes of Japan look like a European-style multicultural paradise. <laughs> That's pretty scary. Oh, come on. It's a net cafe. Everyone, well, I know, How many but... of those are even around anymore? I'm not just saying in America, but anyway, there's got to be a downcline in them. Because nobody... I mean, in Japan and Korea, they're pretty popular. Yeah, in still. America, yeah, no. Still. The Japanese internet is ever full of kind words for the for their excitable peninsular brethren and their unique approach to fostering goodwill amongst the Yamoto, not least thanks to their mighty president's recent and highly successful charm offensive. These guys are insane. Who would go there anyway? Nobody's going to Korea, so who cares what they get up to? Well, here's <laughs> Please do thing. it over here in the pachinko parlors. <laughs> <laughs> More yeah, anti-Japanese marking? Here's, here's the whole thing. is Japan does the same exact thing to anybody else. So who gives a yes, flying they do. fuck? Yes, they do, but it's still... Uh, it's still pretty hilarious. Um, I can't go get a blowjob in Japan because they're like, Hey, your dick's too big for our women. I'm sorry. That's right. No gaijin. <laughs> or get housing. Well, you know... All right, Koreans flee a supermarket at the sight of a black woman as well. The tale of a supermarket descending into mass hysteria and flight at the arrival of a black woman has lately been the subject of much discussion online. Wow. That's awesome. From a recently published report describing some of the difficulties Korea's one and only Kenyan in- entrepreneur faced setting up shop in a nation renowned for its xenophobia. One fine morning, pandemonium broke out in a South Korean supermarket, and customers and shop stewards alike scampered for safety. <laughs> Babies strapped in their mother's backs, all others in prams screamed as their parents sought the nearest exits. And it wasn't a terrorist attack. Neither was it a band of robbers who had raided the convenience store. No, it wasn't a fire alert either. One Kenyan woman had just walked in to make a purchase. Awesome. Way to go, world. Uh, 
That's so awful. Hilarious. This 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 place does make Japan look like a multicultural European nation. Oh, well, whatever. And that's scary. <laughs> All right. Uh, Let's move away from... Crazy, crazy East. Yes. <laughs> hmm. Crying out loud, people. <laughs> yep. Okay. Myself, Yourself. A show about shows. A show about tolerance and peace. No, not really. <laughs> Myself, Yourself is an interesting anime, and it tries to be several things. And I really don't know if it did it too well. But there is something that you won't forget. What, there is something that you won't forget that you watch this show. Um, it's based on a visual novel. Surprise there. It follows <laughs> the lives of five friends. In the start of the show, Sana Hidaka is leaving as a child. But he comes back five years later to the city he grew up in. Saka Noria me whatever. He lives in San Francisco. Called San Francisco. Huh? Sana comes back. It really doesn't fucking matter. Comes back into town and lives in an apartment owned by one of his childhood friends, uh, Aoi Oribe. Uh, the kind natured and high pitched voiced girl who doesn't have any romantic interest in him or anyone for that matter. Uh, and she's just a good friend. Then there is the other male friend, Shusuke, or Shu, as he's known. And he has a twin sister named Shiori, both known as the uh, Watkutsuki twins. Uh, then there is Asami. She's a kind girl. On the outside, on the outside seems great and perfect, but she hides a dark secret. Whoa. Oh, oh man. Surprise. Exactly. Shit goes down. Finally, there is Hinako, who is ten. Sana meets, and she instantly falls in love with, Shuy- with Shusuke. I have no effing idea because she's ten. So this anime is pretty much uh, driven around by this group of, uh, basically, um, how do I write driven? Oh, I don't know. It's basically based around this group of five friends. And, uh, it's a typical drama between each girl. Um, for some, Sana is shown as the shining, you know, armor. He's a great guy. Oh, my God. And so he comes back to town and quickly finds that some friends are more than eager to see him again, while others want nothing more to do with him. Slowly. What are you doing? I'm typing. What are you typing? Nothing important. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I didn't think you could hear it. No, oh, I'm we can hear it. Oh, well. <laughs> Go mute yourself again, you bastard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the old group is reformed, and it's almost like old times. But then the cracks start to show, and things aren't as quiet as they seem to be. The show is 13 episodes, so tensing, things tend to move quick. Um... Each story that occurs, there are times that, you know, your typical dramatic points are overused, such as Nanaka being jealous of Aoi because 
Sana is holding her close. And so she's, like, thinking the worst. But in reality, a gust of wind came and she nearly fell over. Stupid dumbass <laughs> things like that. Wait, how did she almost fall over from a gust? Because a gust of wind and they're on the side of a small hill. She nearly fell off that small hill. And so I was like, no, I'll grab you. And then he grabbed her close and she was he was hanging on to her because all of a sudden the wind kicked up out of nowhere. And she was at the top of the hill looking down going, oh shit, some things are going down over there. I am jealous. So in the end, it was a misunderstanding. So how many times have we seen a shot, a shot like that? Tons. Tons, so, yeah. You know, this thing doesn't break new ground per se. On the other hand, the drama with each person uh, brings something unique uh, to the table to keep your interest. A good example is Anako, a 10-year-old girl who falls in love with Shusuke. And I found this episode to be really stupid. But later on in the show, we learn more about her. She lives alone in a single family home. Her mother is always working to provide for her. And it's her 11th birthday. Uh, Nobody is home to celebrate. So you see, she decides to run away to Sana's apartment for the night. And then it's, and, and he finds out, oh, it's her birthday today. So he does something special for her. And in the end, the moment, you know, a moment is given something special. So at the end of the episode, you're feeling, you know, oh, you know, good vibes. Mm-hmm. You know. Myself Yourself is a story about friendship and the actions of others around you. Nanika's story was especially hard to watch for a show that, for the most part, is upbeat and cheery. Uh, it gets very, very, very dark. And the show touches on many subjects that, uh, that touches on many subjects, but it never goes as far into each one. They just kind of happen, and there's somewhat of a resolution. I mean, they're all, everything's resolved, but they don't dig deep into the issue. You know what I mean? This is actually pretty interesting, where they actually had parents in the show. Um, one of the story arcs involves a cheating mother and um, a father who is in the local government, and he doesn't want to be... Uh, disparaged or anything. He cares more about his seat in government than he does his kids. I love the fact there's one scene where an anonymous letter comes in where it says the twins were seen going into a love hotel. And the school's like, yeah, we believe this anonymous letter over you guys. <laughs> Logic at its finest. Um... Overall, I found the show fun and interesting. Uh, I started the show over a year and a half ago, maybe even two <laughs> years ago, and I dropped it after four episodes, and then uh, on a whim, I just decided to finish watching it, and I'm really glad I did. Uh, I remember the show for the subject matter and the characters, as I stated the characters and the stories surrounding them uh, are you know, just really interesting, and there's things that they're not, there's things that were done that isn't your typical, you know, plot. My favorite girl was Owie because her voice, it was really cute. And <laughs> I could find, you know, I should find a clip here. It's funny as hell. Um, she, and, and I liked her also because she was like the most normal. 
everyone else had some kind of back drama. Um, and well, she, makes them interesting. Yeah, but I mean, she was just there as a friend, and nothing more. Like she was just normal. The nice thing about the show is, uh, out of everyone, oh, sorry, I read. Uh, uh, it's, uh, anyway, the thing about the show is they don't try to make the show where the guy is like this white knight to save all the girls. You know, he's like the perfect guy. And uh, he's also not trying to get in all the girls' fans. He's just like, I'm here. I'm coming back to my house. <clears throat> Excuse me. My town. And, uh, you know, I want to pick up where I left off. So, it was pretty interesting. Um, I gave it a 7. It's not great, and it's not bad. It's something that you'll definitely remember, but something that... You won't, uh, you know, you probably won't want to recommend to, like, any new anime watchers just because, eh, yeah, I guess you could, but they should be at least a little more versed. This isn't something that people are going to be like, oh, man, I can't wait to see what happens next, because there really isn't a lot of, like, cliffhangers. It's just the intertwining stories going on. You just kind of wonder how they go about. So... That cool. is, and you know, and it's based on a visual novel. So I mean, like, you get more enjoyment out of it if you enjoy the, you know, if you play the visual novel. Mm-hmm. Okay, you'll probably quickly tell who is who here. Her voice is like super ass distinct. This is the main lead cat talking. Wow, that's that's her voice, <laughs> right there. She's like crazy. High pitched. Mm-hmm. It's great. I, that is definitely high pitched. Yes. I was like, what the <laughs> hell? Be well, it's cute. Rather, rather difficult. Yeah, it's very cute. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's a good show. And, uh. Huh? Ah, she's not gonna talk anymore. Oh, ah, ah. <laughs> do, do I wanna ask what she was checking on? Yes. Ah, she's faking sick. Oh, that's right. This isn't XXIs. No, this is not. (laughs) She wouldn't be joking on something else. The greatest one was when they go to a fucking amusement park, and it's her going down the fucking slide, the water slide. Uh, (laughs) Ah, fuck. Talk about overeats, crazy ass, over-the-top voice acting. Hilarious. So there oh, you that's go. Good. Myself, yourself. I don't know. Everyone, on, someone on 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 Reddit recommended it. I was like this great love, like this great romance anime. And it's like, no, there is like one hint of romance in this show, and <laughs> that's it. So I don't know. I I sometimes wonder when people are like, this is a romance anime. This is that. It's like, are we watching the same show here? <laughs> Well, you're Do you dealing want with this to be so. somebody? Well, no, Reddit's pretty good uh, about good stuff. Mm-hmm. I got some good recommendations I'm going to be watching here um, in the coming coming weeks. So, and I joined the uh, their new subreddit called um, Reddit.com front slash r front slash true anime, and they started a uh, an anime watching club. So, uh, we're watching the first three episodes of Kana. Kind of Takare or something like that, and uh, we discuss it. It's pretty cool, kind of interesting. 
don't want to do in real life. I mean, come on. Uh, so, yeah. Anything else you want to add? Nope. Evidently, some people on Twitter, when America beat Japan and the uh, head of in the Olympics in soccer, are dicks. But and you're surprised. I suppose why. that's not surprising. It's Twitter. Yeah, it's Twitter. All right. Well, if this is indeed your last episode, let's hope not. <laughs> well, it probably won't be the last, but it will probably be. You know, not all, and certainly I don't think we're going to be doing it weekly. But well, there are probably a lot of episodes with me by myself then. Yeah, and the show we'll will be fifteen minutes long. Yep. Damn. Now I got to go look for new co-hosts. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah. Co-host number three, man. Well, you know. Yeah, it happens. All right. Well, check us out at www.bonsaibeat.com. There you'll find past reviews, past episodes. You can follow us on Twitter. You can email us at bonsaibeat at gmail.com. And if you're so inclined, leave us feedback on iTunes. Um, we got some great feedback from one of our listeners. Awesome. Saying, we are the real deal. Anime podcasts aren't dead. Good stuff. Good stuff. We do like feedback. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Until next time, thanks for listening. Yes. Thanks, thanks. Hey, thanks for listening. For more information about this or older episodes, visit www.bonsaibeat.com or subscribe to us in iTunes by searching The Bonsai Beat. You can also follow us on Twitter, username Jellocoon, or send comments, questions, and feedback to our email, bonsaibeat at gmail.com. Or you can leave a voicemail at Skype, username Jellocoon. 